Good morning, everybody. Oh, boy. Uh, we are 30 seconds out of the actual start of our show because Al is not good at clock management. Mm. But I want to make a statement before we actually uh, go into the books. And Rhea, the statement is, I hereby declare war on many of the people associated with this radio station. Wow. Including the people that are replacing us. <laughs> Excepting, of course, Miss Rhea Hughes and Joe Wechter, because they're, well, they're brilliant. They've been around us a while. It's mm. bound to rub off, right? We got a great radio program for you today. Welcome to Thursday in the Delaware Valley. Whatever you're going to do, do it right away, because it's going to get ugly out there, Al. There's Rain. even going to be some uh, some sleet and stuff. In the northern and western suburbs. Whatever. Yeah. Be like careful. Plan accordingly. Ruben Amaro Jr. is in the house today. Hi, Ruben. How you doing, Ange? Uh, I'm doing fine, but I'm not really in a good mood right now because, you know, I take these Wednesdays off and then things happen and I get upset. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> and, and I was doing fine. I was well aware. Rhea had made me mellow, well aware of uh, the comments made by Mr. Micah Parsons, a wonderful player and by all appearances, a friggin' dumbbell <laughs> who uh, played, uh, you know, by the way, Penn State, I don't know if they gave him a diploma. They should ask for it back, all right? <laughs> but Micah Parsons made these remarks about Jalen Hurts. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. What I am watching this year from that young man, I cannot compare it to anything. Ruben, you know, I've, what he has done is beyond amazing. Pure brilliance. For Pure, the the brilliance. throws so accurate, the leadership on the field, the running. He's done everything you could ever ask of a quarterback, and he's 12 and 1. Decision making has been unbelievable. Is this a good idea in that con- in that sequence to then say he really isn't the guy who's making this app? It is not. It's a stupid comment, right? It is not intelligent. So, so first of all, so he made the dumb comment. Joe Wechter went back into the podcast to make sure we were clear on what he said. And he reiterated his disrespect for Jalen Hurts several times. And I'll play it for you a second. And then, it was only then, Al, that I learned that the people associated with our replacement, that would be uh, James Seltzer, who came on this show and said something stupid. And then John and Joe, John Ritchie, Joe DeCamera, apparently, Al, stupid could be contagious. Because ah. then they said it. I never got it. And I've been here no, a while. understand. <laughs> we never caught it from you. <laughs> you were here yesterday, right, Al? Uh, uh, no. You would have put a stop to it. Uh, I know you would have. Okay. Rhea can't. She's going to be working with these people. She's going to be nice. Joe Wechter, <laughs> uh, you know, Joe Wechter 10 years ago might have shut their mics off. I'm not sure how he would have had it. Yeah. But I want to just take it through this so they understand, A, yeah, it's a big deal. If you don't think it's a big deal, you find out on Christmas Eve it's a big deal. When their best player is going to try to knock down your best player. Because Parsons is the best player on the Cowboys. Oh, by far. And Hurts the best close. player on the Eagles. These are the two best players on the two teams. They're playing on Christmas Eve. Can't wait. Christmas Eve. What a thing. What a sacred night to play against the Cowboys. And we got a guy talking smart. So let's go back to the original. He's on, Parsons is on Von Miller's podcast. Von Miller's out for the year. He's a terrific defensive end yeah. for the Bill. He's there, and Parsons begins his assault 
on Jalen Hurts. I'm not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like, I just love the game so much and I understand it so much that like, I can't, I, I like, I, like when things are off, I, I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost got to say something like. He understands so much and he doesn't see what Hurts has done. That was the key for me when I heard that comment. It's when I see things that are off, I can't keep it in. I'm going, you you clearly are not watching him. Exactly. He couldn't be watching, but then he announced he's brilliant. When somebody announces they're brilliant, what you would like to hear after that is something brilliant. Ben Simmons used to love to tell you about his basketball IQ. And then Parsons basically explained, it's not Hurts, it's the system. It's system and team. It's system and team. So we went back to make sure part we were you know, taking uh, him out of context. So Parsons kept hammering this point that Hurts isn't the reason the Eagles are good this year. Can you say that if he's not leading statistically or uh, showing at any top five category? Like, is that an MVP based on wins? I think because wins. I would say the Eagles' defense will be the MVP. Hey, first of all, what? we watch the games. Yeah. Oh, Ruben, Ruben, huh? that upset you? Was that stupid? It's idiotic. Thank you. I just say he went Would to Would you like to know he is number one in quarterback rating yeah, at 108.4? No, I, I knew that. And it's like, he's not in the top five <laughs> in anything. He's, he's, he's in the top five in the statistic that includes everything. Completion it, percentage is four. Everything. Rushing yards. No, he had nothing. He just started disrespecting the MVP of the NFL, our quarterback, the reason we're 12 and what? He understands everything. All right. And then, Al, he, he used the dumbest reference point you could. The new kid in San Francisco, Brock. Oh, last guy the drafted. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant, the final pick, and he won the first game he played, and he decided this was a good uh, comparison point to Jalen Hurts. Brock. The Niners is surrounded with talent. Debo, Ayuk. Crazy. Um, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Kittle. Uh, Kittle. So, that, now you see Williams. Are, are we going to say, is Brock the MVP or is it the team? That in that case, that's the team. So if we look at the Eagles, is it Hurts or the team? Ladies and gentlemen, that's disrespect. It's disrespect that is unacceptable in a city that does not suffer fools. And Micah Parsons is a fool. Correct. You understand? So anyway, let's go. So I'm just going to give you this. Lots of uh, everyone all over the country was responded to this disrespect uh, provided by Parsons. But I'll just give you one because it will have an impact on the game on Christmas Eve. And that is one of the people who will be blocking Parsons, Jordan Maialata. Now, Maialata, Al, doesn't want to stir it up, Mm -hmm. but he's also going to be honest. So just listen to how he answered the question of his reaction to Parsons. Yeah, I'm going to worry about the Chicago Bears this week, man. Uh, worry about this game. Marcus should worry about his game this week, too. So, even if they have a game. I don't, I don't know who the f*** they're playing, um, but part of my language, I mean, just just worry about you got this week. Yeah. That's how we do it here. I'm not going to worry about any other comments anybody said. That's just how we focus and, and run about our business. you got the Chicago Bears, not the Chicago Mike Parsons. So. It's the Chicago Bears, <laughs> not the Chicago Michael Parsons. Like, like He's that. feisty. I like so, him. Yeah, yeah, I like all him. this is well and good. At this point, everything's on board. We're fine. I'm driving in, and, and Johnson is doing one of those serenity now things, Al, but there was nothing serene about it. He was upset, and he wasn't naming names. So I went, wait a minute. There are people at WIP are saying, nothing. No big deal, mm-hmm. right? 
And he even referenced a tweet by our good friend and former Inquirer journalist, Glenn Mack now. Okay. Who said, maybe it's just me, but I don't think he disrespected him. Glenn, you might need to do what I just did and get your hearing checked out. Because I ended up getting hearing aids. He must not. I don't know what he's thinking, all right? <clears throat> but I'm putting him in this boat with these other guys. Because then James Seltzer, I'll, I'll, this is a sacrilege. James Seltzer, who is a producer of the Midday Show, is going to be part of the new show here. Comes on this show, Al, and and sullies it sullies. with a bad comment when they were asking for his response. I didn't bristle at it the way a lot of people did. When I listened to it, it sounded like he was, you know, he was trying not to say something. It was kind of like a little on the line. I don't know. I Like, I don't take it too personally. Like, he could say whatever the hell he wants. I just didn't take it as like a huge slight of Jalen Hurts. Terrible, Rhea. Uh, Rhea, I know you can't do it. Al, if I was here, <laughs> they would have had to separate me. There would have been fisticuffs. He and I went back and forth on it. Ah, uh, no, not I would have. It would have gotten physical. Oh you no! You understand? Oh. Yes, it would have, Al. <laughs> and then Ruben would have broken it up. Ruben, you're right. <laughs> if it gets physical while yeah, you're no, here, no, no. you'll take care. That's of what it. I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, he's Taco's brother. Here, all you need I, to know is that it that it's a big deal, and that yes. it's every yes. when they have the pregame show on Christmas oh, Eve. Oh, oh. It will lead the pregame of show. Of course it will. It will be the entire part of the pregame show. Of course it will. So I went, well, that's all right. At 10 o'clock, they'll set Seltzer straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get the carrot and Richie up here. Now, the, now that's the, the triumvirate that's moving in here. Okay. So you ought to think that at least they got a little spice, right? It'll be fine. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You are not helpful at all. It was, I am not. Rhea, you know what I am more than anything else? Mm-hmm. Honest. Yes. Honest to a fault. I give you my opinion, even <laughs> if it's uh, bad for somebody else. I give it to you. Me. They'll come back and trash me. I know that. I understand that. Here is John and Joe when they start their show about what Parson said. I don't feel offended. Really? I think he's being cautious in what uh, he's saying. You know, we just we had our caller say, hey, the, no one's going out there and putting bulletin board material up against our team. Yep. Like, I don't think Michael Parsons did either. I don't. I agree. I think he's being very careful and respectful. What the? Respectful? Wait a minute. Did he go to Stanford? Uh, no, he went to Penn State. No, no, no. John uh, Richie. Richie. Oh, yes, Richie. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Right, hold yeah. on. Let me yeah. bring Stanford in here. Ruben. Bring it in. <laughs> Ruben, who's right here? You or him on this? Me. Is that a dumb take? Is that a dumb take from John Richie? I disagree with that take. It's a dumb take. You went to school. You know what I'm thinking? This is just a theory. I don't know if it's dumb. I disagree with it. You were a baseball player, right? You couldn't skate. You had to actually go to class. He was a I football could skate player. and I didn't go to class. <laughs> I don't. Oh, no, no. He went um, to play. He's a very cerebral, cerebral I, guy. I, I think it's fake cerebral. No, John's very smart. No, he's John smarter Ritchie than I am. couldn't smell that rat for a mile. Just so you understand. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, just so I'll just roll in one more. I grease. He also played, right? I Michigan State, yeah. Ike Reese knows a diss when he hears one. Yes, it is a slight towards Jalen Hurts. No question. It, it, is, it is a dig at Jalen Hurts. He is clearly, by his demeanor, the laughter, where it almost says it's laughable to think that Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. is the MVP. And then his comments at the end here, Jack, where he says, I have to address it. Like, I can't, I can't just let it go when something's not right. That's where the disrespect comes. Ah. Oh. Joe, play that one again. That was great. 
Uh, oh, this is how knowledgeable Mark Parsons is. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like, I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like, I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like, I almost gotta say something. Like, I demand an apology. Well, you're not gonna from get one. All three of the people oh. replacing us. Okay. This is war, Al. This is war. Oh. Al, are you upset? Uh, well, it, it is Thursday. <laughs> 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 the sun's gonna cut off. Hold on, Al. Do you think it's a diss? Yeah. Oh, thank it's you. Clearly a diss. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a diss. Yeah. I mean, I, I I appreciate it to the high heavens. Though. It's awesome. It's made this it's game fun. So, really. It's I mean, if fun. you can't what see, are you, if you're if, not if, embracing if you, that, you're yeah, a moron. If you can't see that, that's going to be the right. only fear I have is it turns the Chicago game into like. Wow, it, it doesn't exist. No, no, it, it'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know. All you need to know is this: Hurts. Yeah, he's only focusing on Chicago. I yeah. guarantee it's all he's focused. Uh, you don't have to worry about this stuff with Hurts. Well, he I'm not. Care. I'm already on Dallas because of that. Well, I'm on Dallas too. <laughs> and he's, as long as he's not, we're I fine. I can't wait. And you know what? He'll store it in. I'm fine. He'll store it up. He'll store it up. Whatever he said, and he, he keeps it. his scars. What is wrong with you people that don't see a diss when it's right in front of your face? I want apologies today from all the people replacing us, Al. Well, you can't. All of them. You can't. It's very difficult to apologize for being stupid. You know, oh, you it. both are very <laughs> helpful. The, the beauty of this Al, is that's that, a is very it, good statement. The beauty of this is that Jalen Hurts loves to respond in ways when people try to put him down. He always responds. Right. Yeah. That's the beauty of this guy. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say, that, say that again. And don't step on it this thing. Go ahead, Al. What do you say about the stupid thing? Um, it's very it's very difficult to apologize for being stupid. It's like a woman with too much perfume. They don't know they have it. They don't know they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, Al. Love it, Al. Let's start. Let's start with I Bruce. I hate both of you. I would just like to establish that. <laughs> Before Rhea, I can't just sit here. These guys, they, Keep you, the can't, do this. Away you from Rhea. can't do this show if you don't think that's a great story. I, I woke up at 1.30 in the morning and saw it and went, yes. my work here is done. No, your work here is doomed. Stop. You're not Bruce right. is on the line. Hi, Bruce. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Bruce Parsons. <laughs> What do you think of this jackass? Got a Parsons in a pear tree for Christmas See? Eve. <laughs> Here, here's my thing. I think he's a genius. It's ingenious and for I, who? I think Parsons is a genius. And I'll tell you why. He's got this entire city, all the media, talking about this. Now we're calling the Eagles players, and we're asking what they think. Now we're getting in their head. He knows how good Hurts is. And the only slight advantage that they may have is if they can get in his head and he starts trying to force errors. Right, yeah, let's see if he got in his head a genius. All right, Bruce, his hurts yesterday when he's asked about it. We're worried about the Bears right now. He's worried about the Bears right now. Bruce, you're that's, not going to you're not, you're not do that to Hurts. You're not going to do that to Hurts, Bruce. Bruce, have you been paying any attention this year? Bruce, all you have to know is remember remember what happened in the Giants game. They have a big lead. They flash to the sidelines. You got the three receivers yucking it up. And Kurtz, who's sitting there staring straight ahead, motionless. Bruce, did you go to Penn State? I think you might have gone to Penn State, too. You're not too bright. I'm not disagreeing with you on this. (laughs) Well, then that's good. I don't need to talk to you any further. You're not too bright.
<laughs> I like to talk to intelligent people. In fact, let me open it up to them now. 215-592-9494. We are giving away $250 gift card to Del Frisco. Wow. You know what a great meal you could get there, Al? Or you can get tickets to the Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks mm. show at the link. I got a $50 Visa gift card. I got a Trey Turner name and number t-shirt. Here's what we're looking for today, Al. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. Oh, this no. is a great story. I'll, I'll tell it in more depth later because it's one of my favorite stories. So Bill Belichick in 20, 2006, Al, was the uh, coach of the Pro Bowl team. And he got to name some of the fringy players. Okay. So he decided to name the long snapper a David Bent. He was the long snapper on the Chargers. All right. And yeah, long snapper. How do you tell who's good and who isn't? So anyway, no one really knew the reason that he had so enjoyed this guy's long snap. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then it was revealed when Ben got to Hawaii where Bill was. Right? Bill said, so where's Pam Anderson? David Bent the long snapper, was dating Pam Anderson. Ah, been there. And David Bin said, yeah. uh, she's not coming this week. Uh. And then Bill Belichick said, remind me again why the bleep I added you to this roster? <laughs> Our contest today is, who would you love to meet in person and would actually conspire to do it? Who do you, you can be anyone now, current, they have to be alive. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, you're not going Otherwise to- be kind of difficult. You're not yeah. going to, like, the cemetery. That's not as exciting. No, stay who, who I, uh, you know what? It would not shock me if mm-hmm. someone calls in and says, Mr. Ruben Amaro Jr. That would shock me. not happening. <laughs> 215, who would you go out of your way to want to meet All right, 624. I should mention, I did it before, that uh, when James Seltzer gets here, I will give him every opportunity out to retaliate, as cool. I will with the uh, camera or Richie, if they would like to do so. Mm-hmm. And uh, Glenn Mack, now, a personal friend of both of us, Alan, I mean tight for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Glenn, you are welcome at any point to come on and explain your silly and ridiculous tweet, because it's wrong and I need you to change your mind. Mm. Just say it, Al. Come on! Will we get disrespected out? Do we just sit there and take it? No, we come on the radio and bitch. Dick! <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody pays us for it. What a world! <laughs> Ava Graham, yes. we got a couple of questions today. Now, the first one's going to take it by surprise because I didn't find this out until well, a few minutes before we got in here, and I will give you the full details on this later in the hour. What's our first question, Ava? I was taken back. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Minor fender bender or major accident. Armin Chevrolet's Collision Center will make it right. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. Do you want the Sixers to trade Joel Embiid? Yes or no? And where did that come from? That's ridiculous, right now? Yeah. Except that yesterday, Joel Embiid told that to Yahoo Sports. Yeah. And he, he reiterated, he said a second time, it's not on tape, but a second time he said, yeah, I really think the fans want to trade me. Hmm. And I want to find out if that's true. Because I don't think so, right? No. They would like to fire Doc Rivers. Oh, well, yeah. But, oh, yeah. but I don't think they yes. want to trade Joel Embiid. The, the fans of this city know when you got something special. And he's a special player. You know? No. The guy's averaging, what, 30-some points a game? He's a phenomenal player. He's 53%. No, wait till next year, then trade him. 
Yeah, you know, when we're not here. <laughs> yeah, well, when anyway, you can't win it again. Right. <laughs> now, I just want to, uh, uh, this is, the, I was just telling you the Bill Belichick story about meeting somebody famous and who, this is our contest today for these prizes. Who would you most want to meet? Al, there is nobody who has met more big names than Ruben Amaro Jr. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ruben, you have, could you drop for me a few names of people you met? Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Nice. Ah! You met Nicole Kidman where? Shakira also. Uh, oh, oh yes. Shakira. Yeah, that was a good one. Was Nicole she Kidman dancing? A, uh, she was singing, and I uh, saw her before she went out there uh, to perform. So she must have been wiggling and stuff, right? She was singing? She is spectacular. Shakira. Nice person, too. All right. Yeah, that's important. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, tell me more about Nicole Kidman. Tallest human being ever. She's tall glass of water. She's yeah. very, her, her complexion's perfect. Yeah. Um, and she was very delightful. I, hold on. Yeah. When you're yes. thinking of Cole Kevin, the first thing that comes to your mind is her complexion. Oh, she's yes, that. yeah. she's got yeah, no, that's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's, it, you're it's the only ridiculous. one who does it. No. Sh- it's perfect. No, no, she's perfect. No, that's what you that, think that's of. That's what you skin. think of. Oh, no, I think of the red hair. Okay, let me add you to the list of people who are stupid. <laughs> Rhea, I thought I was already I, I on was, that list. I was shocked by that, actually. <laughs> you yeah. were? Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. yeah. Now, Keith Urban, her husband, was with her. Absolutely. Right now. He's about a foot shorter than he is. <laughs> He's not that tall. No. When you saw him, did you say, how did that guy get that woman? No, I didn't. I knew exactly why. Okay. Because he's Keith Urban. Hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, and uh, who else? Uh, Adam Sandler. Adam got, Sandler. Got a chance to Hustle is a phenomenal film. But Netflix. I, and I met Brooklyn Decker, who was that was ah, her, that was her that was supermodel her, uh, debut in that movie. Supermodel. Yeah. Did she do Deets and Watson ads? Who's uh, Bre- Brooklyn Decker? With, with, really? is, uh, Andy Andy Rod- yeah, yeah, they've done they them do together. Yeah, Rod- they did those. San- they're those- very funny. Yeah, they're yeah. good. One more. One more. <laughs> trying to think of some of the other people that I met. Uh, I I almost met Jennifer Aniston. This ah, close to it. You almost met Jennifer Aniston. Didn't quite get get to her. All right. Uh, uh, Michelle Obama was a big Could one. Could you do me a you met You met Michelle Obama? Before the, she's a tall drink of water, yeah, too. she's very tall. Yeah, right? She, she could block my shot. Are all these people taller than you? You're kind yes, of shrimpy. I'm shrimpy, yeah. He's oh, my shrimpier. God, Angelo. Yeah. Other than Shakira, they're all taller than I. <laughs> so, in other words, um, your brother's named Taco. Yes. Are you called Shrimp Taco? Yes. <laughs> You are on a roll today, my friend. No, no, that was Wacktish. not your that going to insult. That was Wacktish. 215-592-9494. Scott's up for Barrington. Hi, Scott. Hello, Angela. Morning, crew. Brother Rube, what's good with you? What's uh, happening, Scott? We're 12 and 1. Everything's good with us, except not everybody understands when they have been disrespected. I have to help with that, Scott. Yeah, I couldn't understand that. Through a handful of people at the hockey arena yesterday, I just... I really couldn't say what I wanted to. I was on the clock with an engine, but I, I can't understand. How can you not see it was disrespect? It's right there. And he chuckled a uh, couple times. I don't like a misplaced chuckle. Al, a lot of times the chuckle will tell you more than the words. Yeah, they kind of laugh at you. It's like they're mocking you. They're going, please, it's not him. It's the and, system. Yeah, it's like, you know, is there any chance you gave me the wrong grade? And the, and the teacher chuckles. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I should have given you an F, not a D. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Heard that before. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Scotty. My, my thing, morning crew and I'm Brother Rube, has he not seen Hurts? You can't rattle him. He's actually the stupid one. Yeah. He's stupid. You have not seen that guy on the sideline rattle. I got to tell you, Scott, 
this was not preconceived. This evolved naturally out of a conversation with Joe. Yeah, Micah Parsons did not go in to do that podcast, meaning to disrespect. No, he was no, in a comfortable hurts. situation yes. with Von Miller, who's exactly. a, who's a player. And yeah. so you, if it had been a media person, he would have never said those no, things. He yeah. didn't. You, you get to a point with these podcasts where you forget you're being recorded. We do them. We, we do, do a them. Podcast I know every we week. do. So, Scott, he did not go in there with that intention, but he then revealed himself to be a moron. Absolutely, a big yeah. I mean, he didn't go in great. intending to be a moron. No, he did. Well, <laughs> it just came out naturally, <laughs> as it often will with no morons. <laughs> First moron was from Jersey, Vineland. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, no, it's true. Brother Angelo, brother Angelo, did, didn't didn't he get burnt the first time in Philly when we played the Cowboys? Didn't he well, get burnt? that's the he thing. He had no pressures when Lane Johnson was in God, there. Yeah. He didn't do a thing in the first game, mm-hmm. and now he's talking big. Yeah, I, just, that's a cowboy. That's a cowboy for you. He, he not say anymore. All right, Scott, give me somebody you would love to meet. Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce is a very, very strong. Call. Oh, I haven't named a judge yet. You know what? I really like the way Ruben Amaro judges. Rube, would you be a, do the honors today, please? Happy now, to Al, you appear to have an interesting nugget on the term moron. Yeah, the first one was in Jersey. How ever. do you know this? I don't know how I know it, but I know it. <laughs> and what part of Jersey? Vineland. <laughs> Any right. particular could reason? You, is could it, you is identify it, who the moron yeah. was? I don't know the name of the person. But he, the first moron, moron was, was in Vineland, New Jersey. I guarantee it. You, you can, have I, a date. I don't know how I know. Yeah, it was in, in the 1800s. <laughs> you do not know this story for real. I do. I don't know. I don't know how I know it, but I know that the first moron ever is part of the brilliance of Al Morganti. Yeah, well, you know what? I can't believe that he's right. I don't think I looked it up. So there was a uh, a psychologist who worked at um, you know I think in Vineland and was the first one to term moron for clinical use. Really? Yes. So So all our callers from Jersey have a good background. All right, Al, we very rarely get any calls from Violin, but if they do, we'll be on. Oh, we'll some moron. <laughs> uh, let, me, right, let me give the numbers out for those in Violin. <laughs> Two, one, five. Al, he worked at the school for oh, the Violin. Now- Violin training school oh. for feeble-minded girls and boys. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's a term they never use anymore. We should have sweatshirts from there, and yeah. that should be what we are. No, but Rhea, you will not hear the clinical term feeble-minded anymore. <laughs> I think it's inappropriate. <laughs> no, but you'll hear it on the air here. <laughs> we will attempt to demonstrate it four hours every day. Let's go to Brian in Delaware. Hi, Brian. Hey, Ed, good morning, Ed, Al, Yo. Rube, and the, first, and the first lady of Radio Rhea. Listen, man, I'm serious, man. Not only am I serious about Michelle, I mean, Micah, I'm serious about you. So I preached in there, too, Ed. And I had the nerve to say that it was the system that you could put another quarterback in there yep. in, in, into the, our, our offense. And I wanted to jump through the radio. I couldn't do number I I six three to kick my behind. But all I wanted to scream was, let's talk about Michelle. He didn't do anything. The first game that we played in Tulane, we went out hurt. And they worried about us, and all of them worried about us, and and I'm so glad. I'm so I'm so glad. Jalen reminded me of Roy Holiday, just about business. I ain't gonna talk. I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna do. And yep. we're playing down next Saturday, and we're gonna put them out. And the one that will be close, and oh, I'm so furious right now. I, I 
love this, Brian. This is what I want to hear. This is emotion. You do not like the being disrespected. And when you are, you do not keep your mouth shut or shrug. You retaliate. That's how we do it in this town. I'm ready to fight, Ed. I'm ready to fight. Let's go to Dallas and kick his ass, Brian. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah, guys, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'll be with Brian in Dallas. We're going to beat the hell out of Michael Parsons. Oh. Oh, we could do it. I know. Oh, no question. Oh, yeah. Brian, I hope you're 400 pounds and about nine, no, seven feet six. six nine. I, I ain't that big, but listen to the first lady. She represented yesterday when, it, when Sosa came on talking at yeah. that crap. saying they can't do it what this is about brian is me giving them a little information oh. so they understand how oh, to do that's this, go over this well. is what you call this is instruction or what's happening right now this is mentor or moron yeah. um, <laughs> which one is that i love you brian brian you're awesome brian give me somebody you want to meet in person Denzel Washington oh, Denzel. is a, a good, good one. one. That's charisma right there, Al. That's a great actor. If he's in something, I want to see it. 215. Joe, should I go to him now? No, I'll let him wait. We got? We'll see who it's. I got Johnny from Violent. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny, how do you keep a moron in suspense? <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, my God. Stay tuned. <laughs> 215-592-9494. We got a lot of shit to do. We come back. I'll explain to you why Joel and B thinks you want him traded. All right, welcome back. It's a 642. Yes. Just to make sure we're in the right side of this Micah Parsons issue, out at 7 o'clock, we're going to bring on Brian Baldinger because nobody breaks tape down better. Okay. And Brian will know if it's Jalen Hurts who is making the system work or if it's the system making Jalen Hurts work. Mm -hmm. I have a suspicion that Brian Baldinger will fall on our side on this issue, but you never know. And uh, Al, uh, apparently that guy Johnny from Vineland, yeah. he was offended when we suggested it was you who said the birthplace of morons is Vineland. Well, I'm not disparaging it. No, I'm we're not. That Th this is information. Is. You look up moron and Vineland, it comes right up. He's just... Stating fact. Yeah. It's fact. But I think we, idiots are Chestnut Hill. Jose. Don't do that, Al. Don't do that. Jose is for Violet. I'm going to put him out in a second. I just want to update you on another story that's breaking right now, and it's courtesy yeah. of Mr. Joel Embiid, who in good times and bad has been phenomenal this season. Huh. He is having his best year statistically that he has had at any point, Al. But he indicated in an interview yesterday with Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports I will read you the direct quote. It is not on tape. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's what he said. Sixers fans, they want to trade me. He said, and then uh, the, this guy Fisher said, come on, you don't believe that. And he said, I do believe that. They want to trade me. Now, Embiid is averaging 33 points a game, shooting 53% from the field, averaging 10 rebounds a game. And I don't, I don't hear that. We hear. Does anyone ever call and say I've had enough of Embiid? Once well, in you a while, well, they, maybe you know, once or twice. Oh, well, you don't listen to Asking Show. Yeah. Oh, As that's where it comes yeah. from. Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah. I think they do it from Vineland. Yeah. Oh, he's are, a, he's oh, a hater. All right, so he's a uh, because uh, look, you were the guy who traded people, Ruth. Yeah. Under what conditions would you trade 
a man playing a position no longer emphasized better than anyone has in at least a decade. It'd be very tough to do that. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be tough to do unless unless the, you were going to do it for a reason that's going to make you better for a long time later on. All right. But the fact is, we sacrificed to get him. We've tanked for four years to get that kind of player. Right. We have him in his prime right now. We surrounded him with other players that they thought mm. would put him in a championship level. It's not to be seen yet whether it's going to happen. we got to wait for the year to run out. You would not even – if somebody called you, you wouldn't even really – you'd listen to them, but you wouldn't – not serious. I would listen, but not seriously. Not, not, serious. not at this stage. Of course. Exactly. So that's what he said, and now there's going to be – I assume today there will be quite a big reaction to that as well because now when he's uh, – next time the media has a chance at him, they're going to go, is that true? Mm-hmm. And then he's – I don't know what he's going to say. Neither does he. <laughs> He's he is a master troll. Right. Right. I will say that. About I know him. he is, but he can, you don't he think really he's troll. trolling there, right? I think it, it uh, comes what, from a sense of re- he feels it. From what I read, I thought he was laughing about it a little bit. Like you know, the people who want to trade me are not that smart. All right. Well, no, That's I agree with that. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that. Eskin. That is. <laughs> uh, you think this whole thing is Howard Eskin? Yeah. All right, let me review where we are so far in the show. So, so far in this show, we here at this morning show have disrespected Howard Eskin, Joe DeCamera. Uh, No, I have not. You have. All right, Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie, especially James Seltzer, and our good friend Glenn Macknow. Watch out, Giglio. You're next. (laughs) (laughs) Hell, I would, but I can't. Giglio, uh, uh, you want to hear Giglio on the process issue? Here's Giglio. Oh, it is disrespect. Mm. And I hear this stuff from Micah Parsons. And it just drives me up a wall. I, I can't not address this today after yeah. Micah Parsons said what he said last night. Bravo to Gilia. Now, there's, I heard a theory. I'm not going to say who gave it to me, that he was with Ike and he wasn't going to disrespect Ike by disagreeing with him. Mm-hmm. And frankly, if you're in the presence of Ike Reese, you usually agree. Yeah. I know Marks does. Oh, stop <laughs> right. it. Oh, anyway. my God. You haven't missed anybody. Uh, Johnson I missed. Well, yeah. Nobody misses him. <laughs> Johnson is your, you know. All right, Al, you and from- Johnson. The birthplace of morons. All right. <laughs> Vineland. Jose's there. Jose, were you aware that Vineland is where the moron term started? No, I didn't know that. That's kind of uh, interesting. Well, you've called before, and I don't consider you a moron at all. Yeah, I'm pretty bright. You know, I got a couple of man's degrees. You know, I served my country in the Air Force. Cool. Wow. And, um, you know, I'm currently a teacher, so... Man, and people from here, it, this place is pretty good. It's not right, that so bad. like when you're out and about in Vineland, do you notice that like if you're in a bar, people making dumb comments? Well, the only ones that make dumb comments are Cowboy fans. Well, so there you go. Cool. All right, if there's yeah. any Cowboy fans in Vineland, it's a pretty safe bet they're stupid. Yeah, they are. They are. They're real stupid. All right, but Jose, this thing with Micah Parsons, right? Why would you get into the middle of a conversation about a man who is, I don't even think it's a debate that he's the best player in the league this year. Why would you say it's not him, it's the system he's in? Because they're haters. They just, they're just mad that, that they've been living uh, more than 25 years of misery and not lifting up no trophy. Maybe that's what it is. I'm with you, Jose. Jose, who would you love to meet? Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. What, I just got to know, because I was asking Ruben during the break, like when he meets a supermodel, does he get tongue-tied? 
because he's very smooth normally. Mm-hmm. And I just, Jose, if you were to meet Salma Hayek, what would you say? What would be your opening line? Como estas? Oh, very nice. Oh, you went yes. different language. Yeah. Nice, move. nice move. Nice move, Jose. You got, you know what, Jose, you got game. I like it. Stay there. All right, he made a move. Do you remember the first thing you said to Nicole Kidman? No. I said, oh, nice to meet you. And she said, oh, it was a pleasure. And then? And that was it. But and she, had, was that, she had that accent, huh? She had the accent. Oh, and okay. she was very gracious. All right, what about Brooklyn Decker, superstar? Yeah, she was, was yelling at me. She was? Yeah, she was sort of yelling at me. Oh, Why? I, I like uh, Kelly Dugan was, you know, he was with our organization, and, and she knew he was on set and knew him. She was a little upset with me. No, I got to be honest. You got to treat you got to treat my, Ow, my Kelly really well. That aggressiveness is is <laughs> is, is is good. I like that. No, yeah. it's a nice thing being aggressive. Sure, especially when you know GM's screwing somebody over. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I wasn't screwing them over. Wow, you just got to, you're wow. the latest thrown under the bus on show. I got to say, uh, uh, in your Join day, the club. in your day, Rube, you were very controversial. I hope you know that. <laughs> Zachary's on the line from Allentown. Hi, Zach. Hey, morning, crew. How you doing? Zach, I'm glad you called. Could you tell me, is it snowing up in Allentown yet? Not yet, but it's on its way. You are supposed to get some, right, Zach? Yeah, uh, I heard it was like maybe five to six inches. Ooh, Not really? Much, though. All right, yeah. so uh, Allentown gets a lot more than we do here. Zach, be safe today, my friend. I will. What do you got for us today? What do you want to talk about? So, first of all, I think Mark, Micah Parsons should stick to Twitter, and even that he's not good at. Yeah. Um, so, but I wanted to talk about the Bears game coming up. Okay. Um, so, my one question would be is that, is there any clinching scenarios if we win the Bears game, which we will? That's interesting. So, the Eagles win, the Cowboys the Eagles win lose. The 13 and you still would have the Vikings, but you have the tiebreaker over them. The Niners could be a problem. I, I would say no. If I had to say off the top of my head, no, you're going to have to win on Christmas Eve. But if you win on Christmas Eve, that would probably shut it down for the year. That's my guess, Zach. Zach, I, I think it's all going to come down to Christmas Eve. Gotcha. Because I didn't know if they were planning on resting any of their starters, if this was a clinching scenario. No, or not three. Playing, you like can't starters. three weeks out. Because you get three weeks out. And then you got a week off. These literally, your starters would not play for over a month. That would be ridiculous. They would not be in peak shape for the first big playoff game if you rest them that long, Zach. I think they'll be real careful about it. They don't want to mess around with this, but at the same time, you also got this great record going. And your last yeah. two games, New Orleans here, you want to beat them because that gets you a higher draft pick. You got their first round pick. And the Giants here, and by now, they, they, I would think they'd already have golf. Oh, you don't want Minshew to beat the Cowboys because then Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, you're not. That's another thing. If Minshew beats him, Parsons wins. Yes. Good point. <laughs> and it's a system. That's right. It was a system. It wasn't him. You're right, Al. Zach, give me somebody you'd love to meet. Does great charity work, is great with any other organizations he works with, great in movies, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, that's oh, a the great rock. one. From what I've heard, he is a larger-than-life human. Al and I have met him. You have met The Rock? Yeah, we actually did our show. Well, what is it like? You what were it off. Like? We yep. were Al and I were outside on the corner of Fifth and Market doing a show for some reason. I guess it was some kind of charity thing. 
He had that that movie that he was like the coach of the kids who were in like a juvenile. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. He was nice. the nicest celebrity I have ever met. He was so I believe nice. it. I oh believe my god, it, it was cool? it was a and his smile was ridiculous. No, I he, yeah. he is an amazingly good looking guy, and he is great in the movie. And we and, and yep. he wanted to talk football with us because you know he was replaced yep. at Miami by Warren Sapp. I believe. I believe that, he got huh? injured, yeah. yeah. He was a good athlete, too. Yeah, he was. Johnny is up from Bilandale. He called back. Uh-huh. Somehow he remembered the number. Hi, Johnny. <laughs> good morning, Angelo. How you doing? All right, Johnny. Al Borghetti uh, uh, revealed in this first hour of our show that the term moron was created in Vineland. Were you aware of that? Uh, it doesn't surprise me because in Vineland, the <laughs> developmental school that's uh, there, yeah. it's been there since the early 1800s. Oh. They uh, they used to do studies on the mentally ill before they had a good grasp of it. So um, that doesn't surprise me that that term was, was coined in Vineland. All right, but you living there, Johnny, have you observed that people in Vineland are maybe a little slow? Full of morons. Full of morons. <laughs> no, I didn't wow. know that. I'm so glad Full I found morons. this out today. So if I get calls from violence other than you and Jose, Johnny, I should be careful. Yeah, you should be careful, Angelo, All especially right. for the Cowboys fans. All right, very good. Johnny, who would you love to meet? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the uh, wrestler. Oh, he's a wrestling guy. All right. Now, Al, technically, we have just had two wrestling guys in a row. Mm-hmm. Andy, the troll is out of line. Hi, Andy. <laughs> Andy, we have lost Andy for a second. I'll go to Matt. Hi, Matt. Um, hi, Angelo. Hi, uh, everybody. Thanks How- for having me on. Um, uh, I'm Rhea. I'm glad you're still going to be on, on the morning show. Thank you very much. Matt, what are you feeling right now? I'm uh, feeling a little bit uh, angry with what Parsons said. I mean, I think Hertz is having a great season. He, I mean, a- a- as much as anybody. He's shown tremendous growth since last season. Uh I he's exceeded my expectations uh, based on what he did. He shows tremendous leadership, and I think what Parson said is uh, a bit disrespectful and uh, not uh, what should have been said. All right, Matt. Here's the thing. All right, it's not that um, Hertz has had a great season. There's no argument. He may be having right now the greatest season any quarterback has ever had in Eagles history. Statistically, record of the team, you, the eye test, you can see this is an unbelievably amazing season. This is no time to ridicule this man. Absolutely. Uh, he's had the funnest season. I mean, it's, it's better than, than once in 2017. Anything uh, that McNabb did. And I'm looking forward to seeing it continue, and yeah, especially against the Cowboys, me uh, too. because Hertz has been um, crucial to their success. And, and I, uh, I, in the seven o'clock hour, will uh, roll out a game plan for the Beers game okay. that will preserve the health of my MVP. But uh, Mac, give me somebody you'd love to meet. Um, as much as I meet, I like to meet someone like Margot Robbie. I got to go with Micah Parsons. I love to tell them that the Eagles are going to kick their ass. Right, hold on, but Matt, would you go so far, if need be, to become physical with Micah? Uh, no, that would be crazy. I, um, I, no, I leave that to, to okay. Lane Johnson with there the Eagles offensive line. All right, man, I was going to invite Matt to come with me and that other caller, Alice. We go to Dallas later today and put mm-hmm. him down. Mm-hmm.
put him down hard. 215-592-9494. What if he heard this, Al, and came here? What would happen then? Uh, we'd leave. We would cower. Yeah. No. <laughs> I know I would cower. Yeah. 215-592-9494. If we come back, we'll find out how true these comments are by a man who breaks the tape down better than anybody. Mm-hmm. Odyssey's own Brian Baldinger. WIP Sports Time is 6.30. 